Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. L G B, straight out of Diamond Stop Dots. What up to the One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me Let me get in beast mode If you wanna try me You don't need a cheat code Kante is who I be to you It's Mr. Hero Legendary adversary Flows considerably though I'm a super saiyan I got dragon balls I wouldn't lie You might think I'm playing When I'm saying I can really fly When I'm on the track Feel the energy I'm pushing out Put me on the map One up gaming's who I'm talking about I'm the rapping master chief Epic to say the least Contain the hero better etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show Hi, David here, what up gaming? Gonna have a go <coughs> Gonna go through this week's show, which is episode 363 of the One Up Game Podcast. Did I say me? Did I say David? I can't remember. But we're gonna do this week's show. Um, so please, first of all, buy Joe Dowling's book. It's called The Outrunners, and it's available now. It's a sci-fi futuristic retro book with a lot of like retro arcade games from 1983, 1984, that sort of time. Um, so hopefully have a quick read through that and see what you think. We give it five stars, we love this and please help the guy out. Go to our website oneupgaming.co.uk um, On there you can look at all of our reviews, all of our features, our weekly news items and you can buy Jumpers, t-shirts, hats, mugs, cups, all sorts, random stuff, um, just nice t-shirt designs. And you can also go to our Etsy store, which is just one up gaming, all one word, and you can find us on there. And we've got over 200 items on sale, so please have a look around and buy some nice items. Um, as always, we're sponsored this week by Games Inspired Music. Now this originally started off as our animated um, TV sort of series that we were writing and developing and making and we got a lot of music made so the game the the animation itself was imagine quantum leap if anyone's old enough to remember that I loved the show imagine quantum leap but instead of going through uh, history and going different like famous people you actually go from game to game to game. So we had a lot of inspired by music made for the games that we were allowed to feature within this um, animation. Uh, in 
all in all, um, I mean, ID Software were amazing to work with. They basically just said, yeah, use whatever you want, use the names, use the likenesses, and you can just do what you want. Um, other ones were a bit more finny, finicky, a bit picky with what we were doing. Um, some outright said no. Um, but basically what happened is the lead guy who was going to be the lead person, voiceover artist, he unfortunately got arrested. Uh, I think it was like two weeks before he was meant to go on national TV in America for a Kickstarter campaign launch. And unfortunately, he stabbed someone on New Year's Eve when he was out with his wife and he got arrested and it all kind of fell through. But we had a lot of the music made. So we put this into a CD and this is the, what you can buy now. It's called Games Inspired Music and you can actually buy this, stream this uh, from all the places and 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. So we thought we'd give a little bit back as we could. Um, I'm not sure if the website's back up or not. I'll have a, I don't know why I'm recording this before I'll have a look. But 2xx, we do have our first 100 podcasts available to buy. It's in a cassette form, but it is a USB stick in there that pops out. So it has got the first 100 podcasts, which is 140 hours. We have... 20 hours of our interviews podcasts and we have a 25 minute interview with Sans Pants Radio so that's available to buy and one pound of each sale will go to the Diabetes UK charity which is nice of us I should say I mean I'm diabetic so that's probably why I decided on them um, I think that's about it you know I think that's about it for the intros uh, I, I guess on this bit here we will say if you want to win a, a 1UP Gaming t-shirt just subscribe to the YouTube channel and put t-shirt as a comment I'll give that out as soon as possible and we have an Evercade cartridge to give away Interplay Collection 2 so just subscribe to the YouTube channel and put Evercade as the comment and we'll give that away we also have some Steam um, keys and some Humble Humble Bundle keys god that's a it's just me. It's just me, isn't it? I'm an idiot. We've got some codes to give away, so just, again, subscribe to the YouTube channel and just either leave Humble Bundle, well, just Humble, or Steam, and we'll give those away as well. So we've got, like, 20, 30 codes to give away, so just subscribe to us, like us, comment, and you will get a chance to win a free code. So we'll have a quick 10-second break, and we'll be back with the games played this week. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in the night. No, 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 no. I'm sweating, Murphy. I'm sweating, Murphy. David here, One Up Gaming, still here. Episode 363. Yeah, podcast. Game's been playing this week. So please... If you want to win some goodies, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave comments. If you want to win a t-shirt, it's just leave t-shirt. If you want to win a Steam game, it's just leave the comment Steam. If you want to win a Humble Bundle key, just leave the word Humble. And if you want to win an Evercade cartridge, just uh, thanks to the Interplay Collection 2. 
just subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave the comment Evercade. I think that's all the stuff we've got to give away. I think that's it. So we'll move straight into the games being played this week. So first of all, we have Sonic Generations. And Sonic Generations is a game that I love. It's got the best parts of the games. It's got the 2D sort of like Sonic games and the really fast running to the screen sort of games. It doesn't try to mix and match other ideas of the Sonic sort of franchises. Yeah, so one of the biggest problems I had with this sort of game, especially when it first came out, I was wondering if it was like the technology of the LCD screens back in the day, because I've never had a really good TV, you know, like the 4K 120Hz sort of screens. And when I was playing this, it seemed like the background would kind of judder, as if like it couldn't quite keep up with the refresh rate of the screen. Um, whereas with the old CRT sort of TVs, you never had that sort of problem because there was no like it just you know that the image was just changed on the screen instantly sort of thing. There was no lag, ghost, you know that kind of thing. But it plays really well. It looks nice. It's probably quite cheap nowadays. But yeah, it's a nice little game. Sonic Generations, nice. Next up was For Honor. Now this one is a game that I've never played ever and I thought I'd give it a quick go. Um, I'll apologise, I'm sweating like hell. I've got all these lights on and it's just baking hot in this room. Um, but For Honor, uh, when I was played it, I can see the appeal of, it's got a lot of depth, a lot of strategy. It's like low block, medium block, high block and you know, if you attack, you have to go high, low, medium, and you have to try and defend and attack and lock your position to people, and it's really good. Too complicated for me. It, it, I'd have to say you'd have to put in a very long time just to play the game well, and you'd have to dedicate hundreds of hours to get to that top level of a, a player. Uh, but... I guess that's what Ubisoft want. It's been going for about five, is it five years now-ish? And it started off quite slow, but it's built and built and built. And it is actually now really, really popular with the player base. And graphically, it's stunning. And I, I do love it. I, I think it's a really good game. It's just too complicated for me. Next up, we have a quick demo to play. And that was uh, Lies of P. And this one is... It's like a Souls sort of game, like a Bloodborne sort of game, and it's just not as good. It's okay, it's just not as good. Graphically, it's not quite there. The movement isn't quite there. It's good, but it's like, there's the Souls games, and it's just like the next step down sort of tier. It's not like a high-budget, massive game. It's just... The next little level down. It, it's still good. I still recommend playing the game, um, but I wouldn't buy the game for like 56. Well, I guess about 70 quid now they are. Um, until I've read reviews and I've, you know, put a bit more time into that demo, because it's good. I just don't know if it's worth that kind of money. So next up, Dark Quest Three, and this one. I think I'm, uh, I gave it a quick play 
I think there's a re review up on the website. Um, I can't even remember what the hell it was now. It's that long ago since I played it. I think it's like a 2D turn-based sort of game. Maybe cards involved. I can't remember. Watch the trailer. Watch this trailer and we'll see what we think. Because I think I gave it like a 6 out of 10. It wasn't the best. It was alright. It just was... Oh, was it? I'm questioning even the review now. It might have even been worse than that. Can't remember. Can't remember. Moving slowly on. We have Batora, Lost Haven. And this one is a strategy, action, story driven, one player, single player, uh, narrative based game. Like third person, action adventure. More like the old style Resident Evil kind of things, just like a lot. Do you know what? Scrap all that. I believe this one's like a more like a twin stick sort of shooter, but it does have a lot of story and a lot of elements to it. Um, God, I really should have looked at some of these ones before I started talking about them. This must have been the time of the when I was playing a few games and they're all just mixed into one. But yeah, I think this one, you land on a planet or land on another dimension, your friends being taken away by another, by the enemy, and you have to make friends and join up, and you're right, can do magic and spells and stuff. If it's the game I'm thinking of, it played well, it looked nice, and I got into the story quite well. It's like stupid, cheesy, but quite fun. And I, I quite enjoyed, it's just a simple fetch questy sort of levels, um, go to this person, talk to that person, get this power, do this thing, go to that area, that type of thing. And I quite enjoyed the game, so that's Barata, Barata, I'm thinking of Baraka, um, Batara, Lost Haven, and this next one, I have to remember what the hell this was, because it was Tram Sim, so it's like a simulation of trams. Now, being up in, brought up in the UK in Thursk, now that means that it's a tiny little town and we had farming, sort of like farms, so like we, I saw a lot of farming equipment, tractors, combine harvesters and all that malarkey, but we weren't like a city so we never had the tram lines running through and whenever I see places with trams I just get scared because I'm so used to just seeing a bus. And I don't know what a hell a tram is. But this is just a simulator game. You get into the tram. You actually press buttons. Set the brakes off. Set the speed going. And go to the platform. Slow down. Stop. And that. If you are interested in sort of like a train sim sort of game. Then this is perfect. I'd have a guess it's been built on the engine of a train sim sort of game. Just making the same sort of game, just like a little bit different, trying to sell to other people. But yeah, graphically it was all right. It played well, it looked nice. Uh, it was a bit complicated, but again, I don't know nothing about trams. And the final game we've played this week is a game called Accident. And this is another one of those weird and wonderful sim sort of games. But I loved the story this one. It's you come to an accident scene and there's like people dead, people alive, um, cars upside down, on fire, that kind of thing. And you have to go and place the 
the stop signs and stuff, the emergency sort of signs on the road. You have to go see who's alive, who's dead, what sort of conditions they're in, ring the ambulance, ring the police, and then you have to try and piece together what you believe is the cause of the accident and stuff. And then it plays through in a quite graphic, sort of like 3D sort of animated sequence of how the accident, of what happens in the accident. And like one of the first ones I played, there was like, I think a tree fell down or something, but it was like on the back of a lorry and it bounced and a driver went straight into it and just lodged straight onto him and snapped someone else's neck. I'm like, what the hell's going on? But if you're not squeamish and you can get that kind of thing, it's a fun little game. It's like a little um, who's done it sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Accident, quite a fun little game. I think it was cheap. I think it was only a couple of quid. So I'd recommend that one. It's a nice game. So as always, on the YouTube channel, every Monday we have the UK Top 40s um, gaming charts. Every Tuesday we have the Boosteroid video. Every Wednesday we have Witch's Best. Every Thursday we have the Retro Thursday. Every Friday we have the podcast. Every Saturday we have the games played this week. And every Sunday we have the gaming news for the week. So that is that for episode 363. Me, David, 1UP Gaming, we'll be back after this quick break with this week's news. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the 1UP Gaming podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hi, still David, still 1UP Gaming, still episode 363 of the 1UP Gaming Podcast. So we're going to go into this week's news, but before we do that, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave comments. So if you want to win things, it's either leave the comment of t-shirt to win a 1UP Gaming t-shirt, leave a comment of Everdrive, no, Evercade, to win an Evercade cartridge, leave a comment of Steam to win a Steam code and leave a comment of humble to win a humble bundle key so subscribe and leave comments for a chance to win those things um i think that's it so we'll go straight into this week's news um it might have helped if i had all this set up so first bit of news that we have is the mandalorian star timothy oliphant opens up about a failed Star Trek audition. Now, I don't even know who this guy was or is. Um, since we're doing research, I still don't know who he is. I wouldn't know what he looked like. I do know that he was in one of the Hitman movies. Um, but this is saying that he went to go to like Star Trek, like the original J.J. Abrams movies, and he auditioned, but he didn't audition for anything major. He just went to audition to be in the movie. Um, actually not, I do, he went to audition for McCoy, um, Leonard McCoy, uh, but he said he'd already got his McCoy as Carl Urban, um, somewhere else he was auditioning through, and he said, but I don't have a Kirk, so he went through, auditioned for James T. Kirk, but eventually it all came down that saying that 
they wanted a younger actor and it turned out to be Chris Pine who got the role and all this that the other so I don't know why it's, they're making a big deal about it I don't know I don't know I'm not that bothered um, I mean do you guys care about this or is it just news about nothing because there's no news for this real week um, but yeah so then we'll go into the next sort of bit of news and that is Fans are struggling to keep up with James Gunn and Peter Safran's DCU plan. Various reports and rumours have spurred some confusion and backlash. DC Studios CEO, oh sorry, co-CEOs, James Gunn and Peter Safran have a cinematic universe master plan in place, but conflicting reports over comments from Gal Gadot, Gadot? I don't know what her name is, and other actors have are leaving fans confused. The Wonder Woman perhaps mistakenly got fans hopes up by suggesting a third film was on the way that would follow on from the DC Extended Universe two entries despite that franchise uh, as far as fans can tell practically being scrapped by the new DC chief film. The second movie was bad though, wasn't it? The was it like Wonder Woman eighty four, whatever it was called, it was really bad. I was invited uh, to a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran and what they told me, and I'm quoting, you're, the, you're in the best hands, we're going to develop Wonder Woman 3 with you, we love you as Wonder Woman, you've got nothing to worry about, so time will tell. Uh, her involvement or any mention of a Wonder Woman follow-up were missing from DC's Chapter 1, blah, blah, blah. Reports denying the claim have also emerged with anonymous sources familiar with the situation saying, Gunn and Safran have no plans to develop a new Wonder Woman film. James really has come out and James really has to come out and say something official because all these conflicting reports are, are a horrible look. Such as confusing start to a something that was supposed to be a harsh reboot. Uh, it's been uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Do any of you guys care about the DC movies? I honestly think that some of the DC movies are quite good. But um, the press, the reviewers, the people who promote them just don't seem to like the DC movies and they really forcibly push a backlash against a lot of them. It's like, the thing, it's like The Flash that just came out, I watched that recently. It was a good movie, it was a stupid brainless turn your head off movie, but it was a good little movie for two hours. Um, they all went on about how bad the the CG effects were. I believe they went for a waxwork, unrealistic looking, like CG sort of effect. I think that was the style of the movie. It, you know, it didn't draw me. It didn't pull me out of the movie. It's like it's going back in time. It's like it's not a flipping realistic movie now, and it was just weird how um, people really got on the back of that sort of movie. Yes, I understand you don't want to promote the leading star of that movie because of all of his criminal records of the last couple of years. But he played the roles really well. You know, he had like the dual role of like him as a slightly older, more mature person and him as like a 19-year-old that's like an idiot and just bouncing off things. But he played the roles really well. You know, it was a good movie. I quite enjoyed it. Um, but I guess it's not really what I think. It's what do you guys think? 
leave comments, leave comments. So we'll go into next bit of news, and that is Wipeout Fan Port Classic Game to PC tells PlayStation to shut it down and make a real remaster. Either let it be or shut this thing down and get a real remaster going. Uh, as reported by VGC, a programmer, uh, Dominic, oh my god, Shulabliski, wrote a lengthy blog post outlining their approach to turning the original game's leaked source code into a working browser version. The guy also doesn't seem to mind if Sony shuts the project down, noting that redistributing the leaked source is questionable at best, but insisted the publisher makes its own remaster if it does. If anyone at Sony is reading this, please consider that you have, in my opinion, two equally good options. Either let it be, or shut this thing down and get a real remaster going. I'd love to help. Porting this version of Wipeout wasn't all fun and games though. The quality of the leaked source is abysmal. From what I can piece together, it mainly contains the Wipeout ATI 3D Rage edition of the game, a lackluster part for Windows that was bundled with ATI GPUs. The original game was released in 1995 as a launch title for the first PlayStation, but has disappeared from the limelight, despite being a beloved Sony exclusive. Yeah, I loved the Wipeout series. I really did Wipeout Pure and stuff that was on the PlayStation 4... PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, amazing games, really good, I loved them, and I loved Wipeout 2097, that was an amazing game, uh, some of you guys might know it's Wipeout XL, I don't know why you didn't just call it Wipeout 2097, um, but yeah, that was an amazing game, and Wipeout 3, again, that's another great game, isn't it? Um, leave comments, what do you guys think? So, next up! South Park Snow Day is a 3D co-op multiplayer game coming next year. After an initial tease at its shows at its showcase last year, publisher THQ Nordic has revealed South Park Snow Day, a new 3D co-op multiplayer game coming to PC, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S next year. Uh, focusing Catman and the crew as they celebrate not having school for the day, thanks to yeah, it's a snow day. Um, from the trailer that they showed, it looked kind of like a multiplayer action 3D top-down twin-sticky sort of shooter. But I guess we'll see if it's more of a uh, Diablo-style game or if it is just that multiplayer sort of game. But please let us know what do you guys think of the the game. Um, do you think that they've done well, or do you think they should have just put a lot more money and effort into it and made another uh, RPG game like the other two that came out a couple of years ago? Well, I guess it's probably more than a couple of years ago now, isn't it? it was like was it for the three sixty? The first one came out on. Can't remember. So it's it's quite old though, isn't it now? But still brilliant games and they look amazing. Next up we have Destroy All Humans Studio have announced that they are the developers of TMNT The Last Ronin. Uh, we learned early today that TMNT game based on The Last Ronin, Ronin comic was in the works. 
Uh, Teenage Ninja Turtles The Last Ronin was originally a comic book miniseries released in 2020 set in the future. It's a darker tale of the franchise where all but one of the turtles have been killed by the Foot Clan with the lone survivor on a revenge mission to kill the grandson of Shredder. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really show much of the game. It's on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think that it could be a nice little game or do you think that the story is too dark and a bit too much for a family friendly sort of series? Um, or do you reckon that they are trying to go more adult, more orientated in that direction? Uh, let us know. Please leave comments. So next up, Borderlands 4 actually wasn't confirmed by voice actress resume despite rumours. Fans thought an actress's online resume had officially confirmed the next mainline Borderlands game. Early today, reports started to emerge that the existence of Borderlands 4 had been leaked by an actress, uh, adding the game to her resume, but um, Genvid Entertainment has since clarified the situation. Fans noticed that the online resume for actress Angie Jo Lee had a listing for Borderlands 4 under her voice app voiceover section along with the role of Ayumi? 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 However, in a statement, um, they clarified that she's actually appearing in Borderlands EcoVision Live, a recently announced interactive streaming series. So... Oh, me legs. What do you guys think? Think this is just them trying to cover? Or do you reckon they are making their Borderlands for sort of game? There's still that Borderlands movie to come out, isn't there? You know, I think that's about... Is it done? I don't really know. I'm sure that it was like... They were saying that it was almost finished and ready to ready to go. Are you interested in the Borderlands movie? I mean, it could be quite funny. I like comedies. I like funny. Um, do you think there'll be a Borderlands 4 announcement soon or not? I, my friends, don't really care. I never played Borderlands 3. I got a bit sick of the series after 2. Uh, anyway, next up, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is coming to Xbox One and PS4. Uh, I guess they might as well because the engine works well on those consoles and it still plays at 60 frames a second and all that malarks. Uh, yeah, so it'll be coming out on November 10th, 2023. Uh, so, yeah, what do you guys think? I'm just going to leave it at that. Do you guys interested in Call of Duty? I mean, I've not played a Call of Duty in a while. I played the last one because I got sent a review code. It was fun. It was all right. But I just, once I'd done the review, I never, I've never touched it since. Uh, which is a shame because it was a bloody expensive game. <laughs> really expensive. So we're going to the next bit of news, and that is Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, may have just been given a December 2023 release date. Um, so it looks as it's been given December the 1st, 2023. Um, and normally when it's just a placeholder date, it's normally like December 31st. You know, like the last day of the month. Uh, but having December the 1st, it sounds more reasonable. Um, yeah, so... The store that actually did the leak has also have a history of leaking dates. Darksiders uh, 2 Switch version had this similar thing happen. Uh, 
The developer and publisher GSC Worlds has not yet confirmed the release date, but it did confirm uh, Stark 2 will be playable at the games come 2023, so it's possible the game is close to being ready. Uh, all the stuff happened with the, it got delaying and development and Russia and Ukraine and all that stuff. So hopefully a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks, a couple of more months and we'll be getting the Stalker 2 game that looks really good. Um, so, do you, are you guys looking forward to Stalker 2? I mean, from what I've seen, it looked amazing graphically. It looks just stunning. Um, yeah, just leave comments on us. Talk to us. See what's happening. Um, we'll go into the next bit of news. And that is... WrestleQuest was delayed at the last minute by two weeks due to a save game bug. Megacat Studios and Skybound Games announced just before WrestleQuest's planned August 8th release date that WrestleQuest had been delayed by two weeks. Uh, I've never heard of WrestleQuest. When performing uh, final checks on one of our launch platforms, we discovered it was possible for players to lose their save day game progress when playing WrestleQuest on multiple different devices. Um, because this is a game filled with hours of content and layer progress, so it's so progress is in, is so important. We could never body slam our fans like that. Oh, I love it. Uh, it will arrive on PC, PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, iOS, Android, and Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and X X and S. The game was first revealed in March 2022 and is a pro wrestling and RPG fantasy presented in a pixel art style. In the game, the player will go on a journey to become one of the all-time greats in the sport. Several legends come in to assist. The roster includes such as Macho Man, Randy Savage, Brooker T and Junkyard Dog. Oh, it could be quite fun. It could be, I, I, I quite enjoy little things like that. Um, so we're going to the last bit of news this week and we'll just go straight into it and that is... Forza Motorsport won't have split screen and two other features at launch. Turn 10 has confirmed that the upcoming Forza Motorsport won't have a certain features at launch, including split screen. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So the creative director, Chris Izaki, explained that the game won't feature split screen, spectator mode, or being able to race against AI in certain multiplayer modes. Um, he touched upon the reasoning for excluding split screen, saying that pushing the graphics required a complete overhaul of the game's rendering engine. As a result, split screen was difficult to add in and won't be available at launch. The, while these legacy features won't be included, Forza Motorsport will have a bevy of accessibility options. Turn 10 also show, um, will also show a presentation for Forza Motorsport games come 2023, but it won't be playable there. The game is set to launch on October 10th on PC and Xbox Series X and S and be included in Game Pass from day one. What do you guys think? So that is the gaming news this week. So we'll have a quick break and we'll be back with uh, UK Top 40. So back in a minute. Hi everybody, this is uh, Kermit the Frog here reminding you to listen to the Game Up 1, uh, damn it, what's it called? One, all right, um, are we rolling? All right, keep it going, keep it going. All right, let's go. Hurry up, we got a lunch date. All right, let's go. Hi there, this is Kermit the Frog here, reminding you to listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast on whatever station it's podcasting on. Mm-hmm. 
Still David, still One Up Gaming, still the podcast, still episode 363 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Going to go into this week's top 40 now. Um, before we do that, please, we have some giveaways. First of all, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment called T-shirt and win a, for a chance to win one of our T-shirts. Leave a comment that says Evercade for a chance to win an Evercade cartridge. Leave a comment that says Steam for a chance to win a Steam code. And leave a comment that says Humble for a chance to win a Humble Bundle key. So four things to do. And please like, subscribe, share. Let all your friends know if you want to get some games. Got over 20 games to give away. So just let us know and we'll get those sent straight to you. So as I say, this is going to be a quick UK Top 40s now. So we'll go into that. <clears throat> so at number 40, Dark Souls Trilogy by Bando Na- Bando? Bandai Namco Entertainment. Number 39 is Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach by Ubisoft. Number 38 is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate by Activision Blizzard. No, it's not. It's not by Activision. It's by Nintendo, isn't it? I think they got all these wrong. Uh, number 37 is Scarlet Puck, Pokemon Scarlet, and it says Activision, but no, it's by Nintendo. Number 36 is Crash Bandicoot Ensign Trilogy by Activision Blizzard, that's correct. It's got all like, loads of 37s there, I think that's, yeah, was, yeah, they just forgot to change those. Number 35 is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition by Bandai Namco Entertainment. Number 34 is WWE 2K23 by Take Two. Number 33 is the, oh God, it's so confusing. There's like Witcher 3 and Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition by Bandai Namco Entertainment. Number 32 is Star Wars Jedi Survivor by Electronic Arts. 31 is Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle by Ubisoft. Number 30 is Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury by Nintendo. Number 29 is Sonic Origins Plus by Sega. Number 28 is Mario Party Superstars by Nintendo. 27 is Lego Harry Potter Collection by Warner Brothers Interactive. 26 is New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe by Nintendo. Number 25 is Resident Evil 4 by Capcom. 24 is Super Mario Odyssey by Nintendo. Uh, 23 is Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition by Take Two. Number 22 is Atlas Fallen. 21 Pokemon Violet by Nintendo. Number 20 is Diablo 4 by Activision Blizzard. Number 19 is Saints Row by Deep Silver. Number 18 is Forspoken by Square Enix. Number 17 is Animal Crossing New Horizons by Nintendo. 16 is Red Dead Redemption 2 by Take Two. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is by Activision Blizzard at 15. 14, God of War Ragnarok by Sony. 13 is Street Fighter 6 by Capcom. 12 is Nintendo Switch Sports by Nintendo. 11 is Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales by Sony. Number 10 is Gran Turismo 7 by Sony. Number 9 is Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate by Warner Brothers. Number 8 is Pikmin 4 by Nintendo. Number 7 is Minecraft by Nintendo. Number 6 is Hogwarts Legacy by Warner Brothers. Number 5 is Grand Theft Auto 5 by Take-Two. Number 4 is... The Legend of Zelda The Tears of the Kingdom by Nintendo. 
Number three is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe by Nintendo. Number two is FIFA 23 by EA. And at number one, again, I don't know why, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga by Warner Brothers. Really didn't like this game, I thought it was rubbish. But that is thanks to the Games Press and the GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats. So I thank you to them. And yeah, and that is this week's show. So thank you all for watching. We will end it now. And please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Please go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash OUG. Buy jumpers, t-shirts and caps and bottles and shorts and shoes from our website. Um, go to our Etsy store, which is just go to Etsy and then search one Up Gaming, all one word as the shop name. Um, games inspired music is available now. 20% of each sale will go to the Charles Player Charity. Go to audiobooksontape.com and see if that's up and running. If it is, buy some decent stuff from there. It's amazing. I love the guy. Um, if you buy our audiobook, it is um, £1 of each sale will go to the Diabetes UK charity. Please um, subscribe to us or follow us on Facebook. Just search 1UP Gaming. On YouTube, 1UP Gaming. We've got over 2,000 subscribers now. Please watch, subscribe, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, bell, icon. It's amazing. I love all the fan feedback. I love all the emails and the text that we get sent. It's great. We're on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash official. If you want to follow us on Twitter or I guess on X, it's at official. Send us any messages on there. And if you want to email us anything, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And finally, if you are listening to this on a podcast, then please subscribe, follow, like, and leave positive reviews. It really helps with the algorithm to get the podcast up with more people. So, One Up Gaming, David, episode 363. Thank you. Goodbye.